Welcome to the Sunday message from Hollyview Church in Boring, Oregon. We gather every Sunday morning as a worshiping community of Jesus followers on mission to see God glorified in our lives, our cities, and around the world. At Hollyview, the Bible serves as our foundation and guide for both life and ministry. It tells the story of God and the story of us. We believe the better we know the themes and flow of the biblical story, the better we will be able to find our little place in God's grand storyline. Thank you for joining us. And now we start our series in the book of Joshua. We're in Joshua chapter one with Elder Craig Johnson. This has been a very busy holiday season. We've had both the Christmas, well, we've had Thanksgiving also, but Christmas, and now we have New Year's. Happy New Year. And we've had lots of football, probably more than my wife would prefer. We've had vacations, we've had shopping, we've had football, and now we're returning gifts. We have the New Year's, and again, we have football. In case you didn't know, I do enjoy football. Many travelers have had to abruptly change their holiday plans due to canceled or delayed flights or bad roads. You're probably aware of the historic snowfall uh, back in <laughs> Buffalo, New York, <laughs> and the power outages. They had approximately, uh, some show 48 inches, others uh, show 70 inches of snow. So they've had, give or take, about five foot of snow, which is a lot. And, um, but what they've had to deal with that is temperatures plunging into the single and freezing digits. I read on the internet about a pastor, Al Robinson. He and his wife, Vivian, who lived on the church campus of Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry in Buffalo. The Robinsons, the Robinsons have nine children, and I think some of their children have family themselves. Fortunately, they had stocked up for the Christmas season and had about two weeks worth of food. When all the snowfall began, they opened their church up to the community for an emergency shelter. They live on a church campus, not just a single house, but it's a whole church campus where they have multiple bathrooms, uh, a large kitchen. They have multiple places to uh, store people or where they can sleep. They had cots and beds where they could sleep. Robinson said, Quote, we had people that were freezing to death. On December 23rd, they wrote on Facebook, to those who are stranded and stuck in Lovejoy, we are offering shelter here at the church. Lovejoy is a small portion, uh, just like Albina or uh, Montevilla or different areas like we have here in Portland. They had a 92-year-old that was on oxygen, and a nine-month-old 
that needed formula. We had so many things going on, and every one of those needs were, were met. They were able to feed, like I said, approximately 130 people in their, in their area there. We have to remember that God's plans are not dependent upon men. God uses men to affect what he intends for his creation. God gave Joshua the commission to lead Israel across the Jordan into the land of Canaan, the promised land. In Deuteronomy 31, 23, it says, Be strong and courageous, for you shall bring the sons of Israel into the land which I swore to them, and I will be with you. Let me tell you a little bit about Joshua. He was the understudy of Moses. Israel was at the end of its 40-year wandering period in the wilderness, where they were led by Moses, and it's believed the book of Joshua was written by him, except for the last chapter where it talks about his death. And that was written by his assistant. Uh, this was written circa 1405 to 1385 before Christ, B.C. Joshua was about 90 years old when he became the leader of Israel. 90 years old. And he died at 110 years old. He led his people into the corrupt land of Canaan and conquered the sinful people that lived there. The Canaanites, the Amalekites, the Hittites, the Moabites, the Perizzites, and there were other tribes as well. Joshua was trained and prepared to lead the people of Israel by being faithful in smaller tasks under Moses. He had been given small jobs under Moses, and now he was able to lead all the people of Israel. The Greek name Jesus translates from the Hebrew name Joshua. So Joshua to Jesus, just like, uh, you know, Marie here may be Maria in Mexico. Whatever Israel received in the promised land by the hand of God, they received through the leadership of Joshua. What we receive from God, we receive through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me repeat that. What we receive from God, we receive through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Could we start out this morning by reading Joshua 1, or I will read Joshua 1? Could I have you stand, please? Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, cross this Jordan, and you and all this people, to the land I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. 
Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare visions for yourselves. For within three days you are to cross this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess it. To the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God gives you rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you beyond the Jordan, but you shall cross before your brothers in battle array. All your valiant warriors shall help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he gives you, and they also possess the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to your own land and possess that which Moses the servant of the Lord gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. They answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for opening your word for us this morning, for bringing us together on this new day in this new year. Father, we just pray that you would... Uh, Give us insight into your word, that you would open your word to our ears, that we may hear it. Father, that the words that I speak from here, the people would take into their hearts, that it would uh, build them up and encourage them. Father, you are the faithful one. Your Holy Spirit speaks to our hearts and lives within us. Lord, we pray that we would go from this place and uh, speak your word. 
for we ask it in the name of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Moses, my servant, is dead in verse 1. And in verse 2, he says, Arise, cross this Jordan, go to the land I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. And then if you noticed in verse 5, it says, I am giving this land to you, to the sons of Israel. Why does God say, I am giving this land to you in verse 2? And then in verse 5, he says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. When God gives an instruction to us, it's not an option. It's a command. We have freedom in Jesus Christ, but we still have a command to be obedient to what God is saying to us. It says in 1 Samuel, when Samuel was addressing Saul after Saul's disobedience, has the Lord as much delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. And that was the time when Saul came back from the battle. They had taken uh, plunder, even though they were supposed to destroy all the people, all the animals, and wreak havoc upon the land, Saul took the good things and brought them back with him to make himself look good. I must say there is great uh, value placed on obedience. And that's not obedience today. Uh, maybe I can shift off and do something that I want to do uh, this afternoon. It's obedience all the time. Fortunately, we have a Lord and Savior. In verse 6 through 9, I'd like to read that again real quick. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It repeats strong and courageous three times. And that's 
only a small portion of what it says through other places in the Bible about being strong and courageous. What is the stating? What this is stating is to be obedient to the word so that you may have success. And when I say success, I don't mean monetary success. I mean success in your life, that you are fulfilled in God's promises. It shall not depart from your mouth. With God's word, you want to read it. Ponder how it's speaking to you. Memorize it, if possible. And ponder again how it's speaking to you, what it's saying to your life, how you can relate to others. Going back to verse 3, it explains in verse 3 that God is giving this land to his people. He states in verse 6 and 7 and 9, be strong and courageous. Once again, we need to ask the question, why does God say that he is giving the people this land and then he encourages them to be strong and courageous? God states that the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want to stress God's plans are not dependent upon men. They're not dependent upon me. They're not dependent upon you. Thank goodness. Because we're a broken people. He uses men to affect what he intends for his creation. And it may seem that we don't know how God is working in a situation, but be assured because of the promises in his word, he is working in that situation. God's plans are not dependent upon men, but like I said, he uses men to affect what he intends for his creation. That not only means us sitting here or for the good people, he also uses the bad people, the bad kings in government, um, the wicked kings. When I take a look at Hitler, I think, how wicked, uh, Milosevic, how wicked. But yet God used those people throughout their countries and throughout um, society to bring his people and to make us aware. Joshua, in this case, is called out of his comfort zone to enter this land and to fight corruption. And he needed bold courage, not in himself, but in reliance upon God. We can be full of self-confidence that will pretty much take us to ruin. Or we can be encouraged by God and have a reliance upon God. And that's a genuine God confidence. God's word so lived is a promise and a guarantee of a Christian success. A life lived for God in this way 
does not promise a life without problems. And I think each of you know that. We all have struggles and situations and things that we go through. But God's promises are sure and they're good and he's in control. We need to take advantage of the promises in God's word and strive to constantly seek his will. I'd like to read verses 10 through 18. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves. For within three days you are to cross this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God has given you to possess it. To the Reubenites, to the Gadites, to the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word which Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, The Lord your God gives you rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But you shall cross before your brothers in battle array all your valiant wars and shall help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he gives you. And they also possess the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to your own land and possess that which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. They answered, they answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses, in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord, your God, be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Ooh, pretty serious. Joshua is telling the people to prepare themselves to cross the Jordan in the next three days and to enter the land to possess it. He instructed them to leave their wives and their families, their cattle, and dress in battle array and to help secure the land. In verse 16, the people respond by following Joshua's commands and going where he sends them. They further state that whoever does not obey Joshua's commands shall be put to death. Very, very strict. And uh, it shows that these people want to be obedient to Joshua, want to follow him because Joshua is the leader that God has chosen. Joshua has been in, appointed as the leader of Israel, God's chosen nation, to go in and cleanse the land of this um, bad people. I want to say that as we enter this new year, um, I was going to ask if you've made resolutions. And uh, some people are shaking their heads no, and some people are shaking their heads yes. I can remember when I was younger, I used to make resolutions, and I wind up breaking them in about a week. And so 
didn't do me much good to do that. I think we need to make a resolution in this time, uh, even though things can sort of look bleak in our society, uh, that we need to make a resolution to be obedient, to read God's word, to be familiar with it as best we can. We're broken people. We hurt. Uh, but we have joy and fulfillment and hope in God's words. And I trust that you will uh, take just this, this short sermon that I've preached to you today to... Uh, bow before the Lord and just to be obedient to what he's speaking to you. <clears throat> we want to focus our minds and thoughts on God's word and his promises to us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your goodness to each of us, your protection and your watch over us. I pray, Father, that you would encourage each of these people who hear this message, Father, that they would strive to be obedient to you. And Lord, I know that we're broken. And Father, that's why Jesus died on the cross for us, Father, because we are broken. We need a Savior. Lord, I pray that you would encourage each of us to study, to contemplate, to memorize, if possible, to share, to strive forward, to speak these things as we go out. For we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this message from Hollyview Church. We invite you to join us in person for our worship service every Sunday morning at 1030. You can find us on Southeast 257th Avenue, just off of Highway 212 between Boring and Damascus, Oregon, or find us online at hollyviewchurch.com. Together, we are being shaped by the gospel, rooted in God's word to share God's grace and truth. Again, whether online or in person, thank you for joining us here at Hollyview Church.